Welcome into the Skate Podcast. I'm Brian DeFelice, joined by Scott McLaughlin. This is episode 179. Scott, the Bruins fell to the Nashville Predators last night, 2-1. to one. For all intents and purposes, it was a one nothing game for the most part, and then Nashville scored an empty net goal, and then Pasternak scored his 52nd of the year with tenths of a second remaining. Um, the, this handed the Bruins their 12th regulation loss in the year. So, you know, the... the as we talk about the skies never falling with this team, but um, wasn't there wasn't their greatest effort, and and to a to a player they know that. Yeah, it you know these are the games that are going to happen, and you just hope they don't pile up. Um, you know, like that stretch a few weeks ago where it kind of stretched into four straight games of lackluster efforts. But you know, Jim Montgomery touched on after the game. Brad Marchand said that it's the toughest schedule he's ever seen or been a part of. And, you know, they're, they're not lying. Like, I don't think they're using that as an excuse. I think they're just stating facts. Like, their Tuesday night was their 12th game in a stretch that sees them play 15 games in 25 days. Like, that's it's just crazy. It's five straight weekends of back-to-backs playing Saturday and Sunday. They just finished the third of them. And they're finally going to get a little bit of a respite after this coming weekend where they go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday without a game. That'll be the first time they've had more than one day off between games in a month, like just about a full month. I think it's like 29 or 30 days. So it it is a brutal schedule. And I know, you know, Bergeron, Martian, Lindholm got Sunday off and they're going to work in some days off for other guys. But, you know, a lot of these guys are are playing all these games are pretty close to all of them. So, yeah, you're going to get some duds. You add in the fact that, you know, Nashville's not a playoff team. They're from out west, so you can't even kind of – can't even, like, re- really manufacture a rivalry or motivation like maybe you could with Montreal or even Ottawa, a team that's played you tough this year that, you know, might provide some extra motivation – Nashville, like, yeah, I mean, the Bruins have had some battles with them in recent years, but those are different teams. Uh, This year's Predators, like, there's really nothing there that's going to, you know, catch the Bruins' attention. They're going to run into this again on Thursday, by the way, when they host the Columbus Blue Jackets, who have the worst record in the league. So, you know, I thought, like, the other interesting thing Martian said after was that, you know, they have at least been able to get out for bigger games. Obviously, they swept Tampa and Carolina over the weekend. And I think as long as that remains true, I'm not going to get too worried about a game like Tuesday where, yeah, it just it was just a dud. You know, as Jim Montgomery put after the game, you're going to lay some eggs. And especially when when you are, you know, you're about to cleanse the president's trophy with 10 games to go. You've already, I mean there's really nothing for them to play for other than to maintain good habits and stuff like that. And, and they've done that. It's just that you get to a certain point where, like you said, there's only so much you can get up for a game before you just got, you start looking ahead to the playoffs. You're like, I, we just, we just want to get to the playoffs already. Now you can't look ahead. Cause then that's when those bad habits creep in. But like you said, it's not like they've been doing this all the time. It's one game. Um, you know, the schedule, though, is the schedule really that much more difficult? I know you listed the 15 games in 25 days, but I feel like the, the schedule has always been pretty bad, especially towards towards April. Like, didn't last year the Bruins 
I think it was last year. Like they didn't they have like one game in the first two weeks of the season, and then like the last like two months they had a game like every other day. Just about. Yeah, yeah I I do think there's like a larger issue where the NHL seems to really backload the schedule for just about everyone, and I think I think players would probably prefer the opposite. Like I think they would rather stack a bunch of games early, get into the flow of the season, and have some more off days built in later. Um, but even with that, so like the stretch last year, I think now it's a little longer, like over two months, but I think it came out to like 31 or 32 games in 60 days, which again is tough over like a long period of time, but they didn't have this many back to backs. Like this, that part of it is pretty rare. I think is the five straight weekends of back to backs that I can't remember ever seeing that. And I don't think anyone like Montgomery has said he hasn't seen it. Players have said they can't remember playing a schedule like that. It's like, you know, it's like a college schedule where you're playing, you know, college plays every Friday and Saturday. It's like that or, or an AHL schedule where you have a lot of Friday, Saturday, Sundays, except at least in those leagues, you're not also playing Tuesday and Thursday leading up to that. So, you know, that part of it, I do think is unique and is probably catching up to them a little bit. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's not like they're the only team with a tough schedule, but the weekend back-to-backs are are fairly unique. Yeah. I mean, I, I would I would ask you Scott if if a loss like last night concerns you and um but I'm not going to ask you that because I know it doesn't and it doesn't concern me either. So, I I I think it's just kind of I think honestly we kind of feel the same way the team does where it's like, uh, let's just get there. <laughs> like it's 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 you know, but but it does pose a quite it does pose a concern. We talked about this before, where it's like inevitably the Bruins are going to play a wild card team that's been playing playoff caliber hockey for a while just to secure their spot in the postseason. So that's why it is important for like the Bruins to hit the ground running in round one, game one, and, and match that desperation and match that that level of playoff caliber, playoff style play, because they're not going to be facing a team that's been playing meaningless games for a while, and. I know that's kind of unfair to the Bruins because like they haven't done anything wrong and, and it's not that and their games are meaningless because they've been so good. Right. So I'm just, I'm, my point is they just have to be cognizant of that fact. Like you're like, it's not like Tampa, Toronto, Tampa and Toronto, they've been locked into their, that two, three matchup. They've been locked into that for months. Right. And so like both of those teams are going to be in the same level of playing field where it's going to be like, we both have to rev up for that, for that round. But in the Bruins situation, the one versus wild card two, it's going to kind of be, like I said, they're going to be playing a team that's been, been battling for, for jockeying for position, for playoff life and whatnot. So that's the only thing that comes to my mind. But I just I, – I don't – the Bruins have way too much depth and talent and character for that to be an issue with me, uh, and certainly not after last night's game. Um, yeah, did you have a follow-up on that? Yeah, and, it, and it's not like any of those wild card teams are playing great hockey, like – you know, Florida had gotten hot for a little bit and now it's cooled off again. Islanders and Penguins, it seems like every time you think one of them might, you know, be starting to potentially pull away and, and find some security and get, you know, a little bit of a gap, they slip up and lose one or two. And it's like, so there's a little consistency in, in those teams that are battling for those playoff spots. But to your point, like, it's just the level of intensity. So, like, those teams aren't as good as the Bruins. Obviously, they're not even close. 
but yeah, like at least they are playing meaningful games and, you know, battling in a way that that's going to have a little more desperation than what the Bruins are doing. Um, you know, for the Bruins, I, I've mentioned this before, but like it, it has stood out to me and I've had it circled on my calendar for a while now is Jim Montgomery a few weeks ago highlighted that game next Thursday against Toronto as the game where he really feels like it'll feel like the final stretch. You know, he was asked if it felt like that after the deadline, he said, no, kind of still feels like we're in the grind of it. And he pointed to that game. Like that's when they get back from this weekend road trip, have that Monday through Wednesday off and then turn it, you kick off your last five games of the season with Toronto at home. Like that should be one you get up for. So I'm not going to really have any level of concern until or unless we see like those final five games go sideways. You know, like if they've identified this as, you know, all right, this is where we ramp up for the playoffs and they come out flat and like lose three or four during that stretch. Then I'd be like, uh, okay, that's a little different than what they were telling us. Um, But, you know, until then it's like, yeah, a slip up against Nashville. That's fine. If, they don't, you know, look their absolute best against Columbus. Like, yeah, you would love to see them just dominate Columbus because obviously they can and should, but that there's also very little motivation for that game. So, you know, Pittsburgh over the weekend, like that could be a good one. That's a team you could potentially face in the first round. So I would think that might be one that you can get up for like this past weekend with Tampa and Carolina. 